Hi, folks. It's India Yarbrough with the Topeka Capital Journal. And thanks for tuning in to the first episode of It's Your Business, a new Capital Journal podcast. This week on the show, I'm talking with someone who has been a major player when it comes to improving Topeka's emphasis on innovation. If you're not familiar with the work she's doing, no need to fear. We'll give you some context along the way to keep you in the loop. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Katrine Bridges. I hope you enjoy. I'm here today with Katrine Bridges, who serves as the Vice President of Innovation for the Greater Topeka Partnership. Uh, Katrine has played a major role in helping Topeka land its partnership with Plug and Play. And for those who don't know, Plug and Play is a Silicon Valley-based company focused on innovation. Um, And one of the ways Plug and Play encourages innovation is by standing up accelerator programs in cities across the globe. Um, So Katrine, I kind of want to start there. You know, Topeka announced its partnership with Plug and Play in August 2019. um, And the deal was that Plug and Play wanted to get a startup accelerator program going here in Topeka uh, that focuses on innovation within the fields of animal health and agricultural technology. Um, So for those who aren't familiar with maybe some of those terms I just threw out, um, could you explain kind of what an accelerator program is and what makes this one in Topeka special? Well, thank you, India. It's so great to be here. Thanks for uh, interviewing me for this podcast. Um, I think uh, the plug and play story and the story of innovation in Topeka is one of the most exciting ones that uh, that I can think of. And that's not just because I, I lead it, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's 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 because this is something really new for um, you know many of uh, cities of our size uh, in the Midwest. Uh, so usually you hear about you know the lack of capital for uh, startups uh, and uh, the need for creating an ecosystem that's similar to Silicon Valley or to the Boston or New York uh, markets to to really get your 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 startup business off the ground and. By attracting a um, accelerator program and a partnership with Plug and Play that really has its root in Silicon Valley uh, to Topeka uh, brings that access right here to, to, to our town. And that means so many different things that I'm hoping we can shed some light on today. Awesome, awesome. And so um, going back to that concept of an accelerator program for a second, we're essentially kind of bringing cohorts of startup companies to Topeka. Is that right? To participate in kind of um, growth building uh, sessions? Is that all accurate? Right, that's exactly right. So um, we're going to run two groups, uh, cohorts, we call them, uh, every year. And each of these cohorts will stay together for about three months. Um, So twice a year for three months. And uh, so the cohort's going to consist of about 10 startups um, uh, every six months. So, Mm -hmm. and... um, so Plug and Play is running these uh, programs here in Topeka, which means that we actually get to interact and get to know those startups a little bit um, in, 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 in town here. And they're connecting them with corporations that have a need for the products and services that and technologies that those startups are developing. So mm-hmm. um, that's really the the secret sauce of an accelerator program is that as a startup, you get access to potential large clients that help you scale your technology. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Gotcha. And I, I want to kind of give people, a little, our listeners, a little bit of background on kind of what has unfolded since that um, August 2019 announcement. Um, so in, in March of last year, just before the coronavirus pandemic really hit our area, I know Plug and Play helped um, put on an innovation summit here in Topeka that really united some of the different business players who could potentially be involved um, in the work of a local accelerator program. And then uh, last year in July, Plug and Play announced the first founding partner of Topeka's Plug and Play Accelerator program. And that first founding partner was, of course, uh, Cargill Inc. Um, and then a couple months later, uh, Hills Pet Nutrition signed on as a founding partner. And uh, shortly after that, you know, local utility Evergy signed on as the third founding partner. Um, so things have, you know, unfolded kind of gradually over or since that August 2019 announcement. Um, and that brings us to kind of the more recent developments uh, from Plug and Play. Um, I know in October, there were um, about 10 different startups who pitched um, kind of what their business concepts were, what their products were, how they hoped to grow. Um, they pitched before or in front of, well, it was all virtually, of course, held via Zoom, but they, they pitched to Plug and Play and the different founding partners um, and, and talked about kind of their um, their opportunities for growth and that sort of thing. Um, you know, since that uh, October uh, session, you know, what has your work involving because Plug and Play program looked like? I mean, it, it seems like um, kind of things are, have kind of been taken behind the scenes uh, uh, or taking place behind the scenes lately. Uh, can you tell us kind of what has unfolded over the last few months? Sure. Yeah. So we we've been very proud to uh, even with the, within in the middle of the COVID nineteen crisis that we were able to start and roll out this program with the first cohort. So. Um, as you mentioned, it was 10 startup companies that pitched on Selection Day back in mm-hmm. October. And uh, what, what really blows my mind a little bit is uh, they they come from all over the world, right? So they pitched, this may be an advantage of Zoom, right? Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter where you are, but we had pitches from companies from the UK, mm-hmm. from Spain, from Sweden, from Australia, uh, from Florida, from Silicon Valley, and from uh, from from Colorado, mm-hmm. so they really come from everywhere, and um, they're getting to know Topeka a little bit. Uh, it's a little bit more dif- difficult if you're in a virtual format, right, to 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 meet them. Uh, but certainly Topeka is popping up on their radar. And uh, our story with Plug and Play is, of course, all centered around the opportunity in the animal health corridor. And uh, for those of you that don't know exactly what the animal health corridor is, it's really that 300-mile stretch between Columbia, Missouri and Manhattan, Kansas that houses the largest concentration of animal health, animal diagnostics, and nutrition companies uh, in the entire world. So mm-hmm. it's it's a cluster, right? And and uh, so my position was really created to uh, focus on how do we turn our location in the middle of this animal health corridor into economic opportunity for Topeka, and um, and and I think uh, plug and play is the first big step uh, to to make that happen. So mm-hmm. Topeka pops up as a destination for animal health uh, related businesses. And that can be corporations, it can be startups, it can be suppliers, it can be educational programs, right? So if you think about what it takes for a business to be successful, um, we want to create a place and grow a place where you have all resources that you need to be successful in your business right here in Topeka Mm -hmm. and in the region. 
Gotcha. Um, well, and as far as the the first session stands, we talked a little bit about this before uh, the podcast, but, um, you know, can you talk about kind of how this first session is unfolding? I know um, this time around it's it's mostly virtual, whereas in the future it'll be in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but what does this first session look like? I mean, where do things stand with that? So the first uh, the first batch of companies we call it batch zero. Um, it's it's a little bit more scaled back compared to uh, future cohorts, uh, just because it's the first one of the accelerator program. There's there's uh, some fine tuning that's happening between uh, you know the corporate partners, the startups, and and also plug and play. Um, you know it's it's not an easy. Um, process to develop um, processes to make innovation that comes out of startups work in corporations. Um, mm-hmm. So you need to find the right contact people um, and and documentation and so on um, and identify what's the What's the best way for the corporation to uh, turn the opportunity into ROI, into mm-hmm. that return on investment, right? And um, and so plug and play is is giving itself a little bit of time to to sort that out to be even more efficient and uh, and impactful uh, starting in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that. Um, all of our corporate partners have been, and and you mentioned it's Hills uh, Pet Nutrition, it's uh, it's Effigy, and it's Cargill out of out of Wichita. Um, all of them have been very pleased with the um, with the level of startups and the pitches that they that they heard. Um, uh, I, I can't I, I don't know for sure how many they have engaged in conversations, but it's at least two or three for each corporate partner. So okay. they have ongoing conversations with those startups. From my perspective, I'm engaging with those startups as well uh, to understand what their uh, what their future plans are. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, the company out of Spain uh, develops medical devices for pets that are undergoing surgery or some kind of um, um, surgical procedure. And, and they are on the market in Spain. Their plan is to be on the market in Germany, the UK, and France in 2021. And they have the US um, as a new market opportunity on their business plan for 2022. And I'm working with them now to connect them to the right resources here in the Animal Health Corridor for them to be successful in the in, in the U.S. market. They have a very unique product that they've developed. Uh, they're getting a lot of traction. There's some application in the human health market as well. And if I, in you know, 12, 15 months ahead of time, can connect them to the right resources here, hopefully they'll choose Topeka to, to create a footprint here. And mm-hmm. that's really the ultimate goal, why we attracted Plug and Play here to attract those innovative startups um, to to grow here in Topeka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I just want to point out, I mean, I listened into the startup pitches, and it was pretty, I mean, neat stuff. I mean, it was everything from, you know, wearable technology that would monitor your animal's health to, um, you know, different feed supplements that combat global warming. So, I mean, the that's just kind of a, a taste of the different types of kind of animal health ag tech, um, you know, 
devices, I guess, technology that could come out of this. So I just want uh, people to, that are listening to, to know that. Um, well, and of course, you mentioned kind of the the hope is that, you know, once these startups participate in an accelerator program here in Topeka, that they will um, have the desire to stay here longer term, you know, contribute to the community, contribute to the local economy. Um, this is something that we've talk and, talked about before, of course. Um, you know, it's not a given that these startups will stay in this area, but of course, that is our hope. Um, and that's what we want them to do. Um, what do you think Topeka and Shawnee County can do and need to do to um, attract some of these startups and, and encourage them to kind of put down roots in Topeka? Yeah, that's a that's a very good question. Um, and I think uh, it, it takes a proverbial village, right? <laughs> now, Topeka is not just a village, but uh, it, it is a community effort. It it, it takes, um, you know, making those um, founders and startups and innovators feel welcome and, and you know, make them feel like uh, this is the right place for their families to grow and for their businesses to grow. Um, so for, for 2021, the first cohort is still going to be virtual uh, just because it's so uh, unpredictable how quickly we can all go back to um, in-person training and things like that. Um, I'm hoping that the second cohort, um, which will most likely happen in September through December of 2021, uh, we will have at least part of it in person. And and that's where we really can put our best foot forward in, you know, integrating those startups, founders, their people at the end of the day, right, um, into our community. Um, it also means that we need to put some really attractive um, space uh, as an as an offer on on the table, right? And that leads us to, you know, the other project that I work on uh, feverishly is, uh, you know, getting um, our innovation campus off the ground. Uh, that is really, you know, our big opportunity to um, create space that is attractive to. Uh, a company that gets ready to scale globally mm-hmm. uh, with our corporate partners. And, and we're adding on more corporate partners um, in, in the coming months and years. Uh, this is a program that will grow over time. So we're not going to stay with just three partners, but that also means that you know the, the opportunities will continue to grow. And if we don't have uh, a space that's really cool that has lab space where those companies can uh, keep developing and innovating their products, then they will probably go to neighboring communities or to uh, to somewhere else in the country or on the globe that has something ready. We asked two nationally renowned developers uh, to do viability analyses of um, you know where our campus will be located, how big it is, uh, what the mix is of lab versus office space, what kind of partnerships we need to form and, and they can bring to the table, um, what makes an innovation campus viable uh, for Topeka, right? So, mm-hmm. And uh, they've had a lot of experience with working, uh, you know, in, in Nebraska, with working in North Carolina, with working in Texas and, and in other places. And um, so we feel really good about uh, the progress that has been made over the last 
seven months now. <laughs> um, so uh, we are at a point where we're getting ready uh, for the Innovation mm -hmm. Advisory Board uh, that I work with very closely um, to make a recommendation on where the site is going to be located. Um, it's 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 really interesting the 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 journey that uh, we we went through over these last seven months because as you said we looked at uh, area river south um, first and mm -hmm. and and also the Kansas Education Park um, and uh, we asked both of them uh, both of the developers to not limit their search to those two uh, but to really show us where would be the ideal place in Topeka, right? Mm -hmm. To think outside the box. And both developers, independently from each other, are pointing to a location downtown just mm -hmm. because um, there is so much happening downtown. There's a mix of amenities that entrepreneurs, innovators are looking for um, that really are key to filling you know, the space that we're building quickly uh, to break even on the building and to to really make it a vibrant community. Mm -hmm. And so I can't tell you what those locations are, uh, but there's a very high probability that the recommendation is going to be somewhere downtown close to the amenities that are already in existence. Okay. And do you know kind of how soon that, uh, that announcement might come? Uh, so um, we're... Of course, at uh, at the Greater Topeka Partnership and at Go Topeka, we have uh, several levels of approvals that we need to go through. So, um, I, I would estimate that uh, we'll we'll have an announcement in the next couple months um, for for the general public as as soon as we we have uh, you know the decision signed off, we'll we'll go public with it. Awesome. Um, well, and an innovation campus kind of ties into. Um, uh, culture of innovation that I wanted to ask you about. You know, yeah. we that is um, something that I, I feel we, like we've discussed a lot um, in in recent months is about standing up this quote unquote culture of innovation um, and and try to really uh, create that here in Topeka um, to not only for this plug and play program but also for you know different startups in this area. Um, could you kind of talk about what an ideal culture of innovation um, might look like here and kind of what we're shooting for? Sure. Um, so I don't know if we need to create it from scratch, right? So there's a reason why Plug and Play felt so comfortable uh, when when they met with different members of the community when they first first came to visit. They 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 felt that there's a uh, a culture of innovation here already, and entrepreneurship is very much valued. Uh, we have, you know, Advisors Excel, that is a great example, more recent example of, of great entrepreneurship. But, um, you know, you, you, you've had innovation throughout, um, from, from the very early beginnings of Topeka here too. Um, I think what's, what's changing a little bit is that uh, Topeka is becoming more of a, a nationwide player. So we're not we, we don't think um, just locally and regionally. Uh, we now can really become the hub for animal health innovation in the world. So think about the animal health cluster that we have. And um, by the way, animal health um, is not only companion animals, it's also uh, production animals, right? And so you have 
the NBAF facility that's coming online in Manhattan, Kansas, um, this year um, with with um, a, a rolling opening uh, process, and that is a huge deal for for the entire region. This is the CDC of animals, uh, comparatively. This is where uh, you know food safety uh, for the global population is being uh, secured. Right, so. Uh, there's going to be so much more focus on our area, and we're 45 minutes from Manhattan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and we're the capital of Kansas. Uh, we have access to uh, to government agencies. You you have heard in recent months that the USDA has decided to put two research facilities, relocate them to the Kansas City region. Uh, so um, this is becoming more and more of a of a global center for animal health research, for animal health safety, for, um, you know, the food supply chain management. And, and, and we have great universities uh, that supply that uh, research and also the talent that we can capitalize on. And, uh, and so I get very excited talking about this, and I may have forgotten what your original question was. <laughs> it was about the kind of culture of innovation that yes. we're, we're trying to prepare. So, uh, I apologize. So culture of innovation. <laughs> um, as you as you can tell, I'm I'm, I'm excited about this. Um, so I think it it the next step is um, to create really that center where entrepreneurs, talent, um, funders, and um, government representatives, corporate partners uh, get together in maybe a building or at different events or that, that meet where uh, you, you have that, those unintended connections that are really intentional uh, that create um, these sparks, right? Mm-hmm. Sparks of creativity uh, that comes when the right people meet. And that's where that's how I define as culture of innovation, where there's an there's a mindset of this is not a problem, this is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. If I can solve that problem, I can make somebody's life better, and I'll find a commercially viable way of doing that. Meaning, I can with with my idea, with my product, or with my service, with my technology, I can make somebody's life better by by solving a problem. And I can make some money doing it, right? Mm-hmm. To to make this business a viable business that is um, that can survive in the future, right? Yeah, so, so you don't just depend on grants and on on um, you know short term funding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it sounds like you're saying you know we already have a lot of these puzzle pieces out there or nearby. We're really just working to kind of put them together and form that one big picture, maybe finish off the corner pieces. <laughs> but it's, a, I mean, the pieces for success are there. We just have to to kind of harness them and, and you know, use them in the right way. Is that accurate to say? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and remember, the reason plug and play is here is because they saw all these p- puzzle pieces mm-hmm. being in existence. And we're, we're pulling them together. And, and the plug and play program is a great catalyst for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a continuous process, 
right? Uh, pulling all the resources together, all the different parties, and and this is when I when I when I first answered your question, it's, I said it's, it takes a village. Um, you know, I need. I need as many members of the community to engage with that process because as much as you engage, that much you're going to get out of it too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, and in talking about kind of our regional presence, of course, you've mentioned the Kansas City Animal Health Corridor. Um, and just to, to reiterate those kind of what makes up that corridor, you know, it's anchored by Manhattan, Kansas, and Columbia, Missouri, as you've mentioned. Um, and it's home to more than 300 animal health related companies. And the the statistic that gets me is that those companies represent more than 50%, I believe it's 56% of, of all global. So we're talking not countrywide, you know, international um, animal health diagnosis and pet food sales. That's that's 50% of all of those sales come from right here in the Midwest in Kansas and Missouri, um, which is, is pretty astounding. Um, you know, in talking about kind of our regional presence and that animal health corridor, um, you know, what do you think Topeka's future in that corridor looks like? I mean, you know, do you see us becoming a more prominent player in that corridor as this uh, plug and play program progresses and as we kind of um, get our feet under us? Oh, definitely. Um, so, plug and play uh, works in in nineteen different industry verticals now, right? So they they started with fintech and insurtech, um, added mobility, retail, um, and branding, and and some of the you know supply chain and logistics verticals where uh, they 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 use the same model. Um, creating partnerships or facilitating partnerships between corporate partners and startups and then surrounding them with venture capital. Because at the end of the day, Plug and Play is a a venture capital fund that is looking for the best investment opportunities on the planet for their fund, right? Mm -hmm. And, And so... There has not been a, a animal health vertical um, until Topeka popped up on the map for, for plug and play, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we are the 19th vertical, and that means that we are uh, the driving force within the global plug and play ecosystem for animal health and, and ag tech. Uh, there's, there's a second program uh, within um, plug and play that's in North Dakota. Um, and, and they focus uh, entirely on ag tech. And so I, I call that our cousin program at Plug and Play because, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of similarities with the objectives that we have. Uh, but for animal health, the only um, center that Plug and Play has on the planet is, um, is in Topeka, Kansas. Mm-hmm. And so um, I would say that Yes, that puts Topeka on the map, not just in the animal health corridor, but also globally. Um, and and as I mentioned, you know, the, the fact that NBAF is coming online, the fact that um, we're attracting more and more corporate partners uh, to the Kansas City uh, animal health corridor region. Um, I think it also gives us um, the opportunity to create more close relationships with our regional partners, our universities, our um, other uh, venture capital funds, um, angel investors, seed capital funds. Uh, We're creating relationships with government entities that really also would like to see uh, more more animal health-related businesses succeed in Kansas. Um, So we think about it um, 
in, in, in very um, comprehensive terms and in economic development, you always talk about business attraction, business expansion, and business retention, right? And, and that can happen um, on, on all levels um, with small startups, with supply companies, right? Or with corporate partners, um, maybe even with uh, universities that, uh, that pump out a lot of research in the field um, uh, every, every semester. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, I'm, if I think about Topeka's future in the animal health corridor, I, I get so excited because I think we, we can really establish ourselves as a leader in the field mm-hmm. uh, with the help of plug and play if we, if we play our cards right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, and, uh, another question I just thought of, but um, how might, you know, kind of solidifying our role in that health corridor and, um, you know, eventually attracting some of these startups to Topeka and, and, and all of those different factors, how might those affect kind of the the, the average resident in, in Topeka and Shawnee County? I mean, um, what's what's the connection there, do you think? Well, I... As I, as I mentioned before, um, I... I hope that um, the entrepreneurs um, in Topeka see that as an opportunity to engage with uh, outsiders mm-hmm. uh, that are not uh, that have not grown up in Topeka, and I'm one of them, right? <laughs> so I'm I'm German. I I didn't grow up in Topeka or in Kansas or in the United States. Um, I came to Topeka about two and a half years ago, and and I was struck by you know, a city that's on the move, that wants to make themselves better and uh, that dream big. Mm-hmm. And, and and that is something that really excites me. And I think that that is something that could excite others. Um, but that also means that you're, you're going to have a lot of people that come from uh, different places on the planet that may uh, stay in Topeka for, for a limited period of time or for longer. Um, and and so the culture is going to change a little bit. And I think, um, I hope it's for the better, mm-hmm. right? So if you, if you think about uh, the innovative mindset, the um, problem-solving mindset, um, you know, I get excited by um, stimulating conversations with people that I haven't, haven't met before that have a completely different uh, set of experiences. And and uh, so I'm hoping that we'll have a lot of events in Topeka going forward, hopefully pretty soon in person, um, where uh, we can have many of these conversations that stimulate everybody, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the startups that come through plug and play, and also our, our entrepreneurs that are local. And, um, you know, I think there's, there's no harm in, in growing your network um, mm-hmm. even for local entrepreneurs and get access to to more global players and um, and, and and scale their business that way mm-hmm. right so there's really cool stuff that's coming out of Topeka chances are you know there's there's a market out there that you haven't even thought about yet that you can tap and 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 we export uh, some of Topeka's um, ingenuity mm-hmm. gotcha um well, and as the the Greater Topeka Partnerships, you know, Vice President of Innovation, um, Plug and Play, I know has been a, a, a big project lately, of course. Um, are you currently working on any other initiatives besides Plug and Play? And if so, kind of what can you um, tell us about those projects? 
Yeah, so um, I mentioned the Innovation Campus project before. That's that's really quite a heavy lift. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a large <laughs> development project, and um, I, I, I feel really good about um, where we are in the in the process there. But in order to to really take advantage of the opportunity with Plug and Play and the Innovation Campus, is we have to. Um, you know, really have a solid story, a solid value proposition that we communicate to the world in Topeka. And that's something that I'm working uh, with our internal team on. Um, That's a big project for Mm -hmm. for us. So we're getting ready to roll out an innovation brand. Uh, We're we're, um, working on a brand new website uh, that really shows what our vision is uh, so people can buy in and and become part of it, and and that's something I'm I'm really excited about. So mm-hmm. thank you for inviting me for this podcast because that's a big piece of it of of telling that story, and um, you know, it's 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 certainly a developing story. It's mm-hmm. it's never going to be finished, uh, but I think we need to talk about it more and more so there's more people that catch on to the vision and 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 participate, and then we become stronger and stronger. The other way I would answer that question is um, I have a, a huge um, – no, I don't have a huge team, but I have a great <laughs> team uh, of colleagues at, at Go Topeka and at the Greater Topeka Partnership. And um, we're constantly thinking about how can we make um, the opportunities accessible uh, to different target audiences, right? And um, and you know, recent months have taught us uh, that you know diversity and inclusion is a huge topic. If we leave certain parts of the population out uh, out of the picture, then that at its best will stifle our progress. At its worst, can can really be destructive, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, we're thinking about. I personally, I always I. I panic and I and I obsess about what am I not thinking of what mm-hmm. am I not thinking of who do we leave out what is what is unintentional right and so um, with uh, Glenda Washington being our new chief uh, equity and opportunity officer we're thinking a lot about how do we include from the very beginning the right people at the table mm-hmm. uh, so we can extend those opportunities to uh, you know, entrepreneurs of color or women uh, entrepreneurs or, you know, immigrants, um, any kind of uh, group that doesn't jump to mind uh, first when you think about, you know, um, a Silicon Valley tech startup that is taking off. So um, those are the kind of things that we're thinking about on a daily basis. Um, And... uh, you know, I, I think the the Greater Topeka Partnership is giving us a great platform because we're come we're coming together as a partnership to tackle these kind of questions together. So um, it's actually that's it's very exciting. It's it's kind of um, you know it's kind of a startup <laughs> in itself uh, because we're creating uh, something completely new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I, I like what you've said there about Topeka being a city on the move. Um, certainly a, a phrase I'm sure we'll hear <laughs> in the future. Um, you can quote me. <laughs> <laughs> Katrine, do you have anything else to, to add today? Any uh, final thoughts you want to leave us with uh, before we call it call it a day? Well, 
I would say that uh, if you haven't caught on it, uh, at it, um, I'm excited about this, mm-hmm. and I and I hope that um, th- there's more and more people that uh, that catch that um, good virus mm-hmm. um, and 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 join us um, because. What, what makes my job so great is that I can create wins for everybody that is involved, right? If, you're, uh, if you consider yourself a problem solver, then you're an entrepreneur. And, uh, you know, you can probably um, get a lot of value out of conversations with uh, players that I interact with on a daily basis. So um, please uh, get in touch with us. Uh, ask us how you can get involved. Um, and, and I want to thank you, India, for carrying the torch for us um, in, in Topeka and getting the story out here. Um, I think uh, Topeka is, is very undervalued. I think we need to, to tell the story to the world. And I think, um, you know, there's, 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 there's huge opportunities for the future. Absolutely. Um, I've been speaking today with Katrine Bridges. She is Vice President of Innovation for the Greater Topeka Partnership. Um, you can look at uh, the Greater Topeka Partnership's website for more information on her and then the, the work uh, they're doing over there. And, and for previous reporting on Plug and Play, you can also check out cjonline.com. Uh, we got a number of articles up there about what has kind of unfolded over the last year or so. Um, so, Katrine, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. If you like what you just heard, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. We drop new episodes of It's Your Business every other week, so be sure to check back here for the latest. As always, if you have any suggestions about what you'd like to hear, feel free to reach out. You can find me on Twitter at IAYARBOR, that's at I-A-Y-A-R-B-O-R, or you can look me up at cgonline.com and shoot me an email. I'll catch you next time, and don't forget, it's your business, Topeka. Topeka.